This week on Androids and Aliens. What's this book called? Don't worry about it, Matthew. Oh. It's spoiler. You can't know the name can't of the tell book. tell you. Yeah. I, I it's gotta... called The Boss's Name Is This. I... As one battle ends. How the hell do we get back to Kabarat with no environmental protections? A new war may have just begun. Talman recommended to uh, his other Cult of Devourer cohorts on the diaspora to apply as many resources as possible to find this Gate of the Twelve Suns, find the Stellar Degenerator, and do it before anyone else does. A galactic network of evil activates. The fact that the Cult of the Devourer could use this information as a rallying cry to inflict greater atrocities in the name of their uncaring deity, this is bad business. But has a sleeper cell awoken? Mission, we should probably talk about what happened back there. What's to say that won't happen again? The adventure continues. Talman had a survival knife. The one in his chest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his chest. I'll take that's, that back. That's not a survival knife. No. Not unlike most celebrations by men who play this game. We celebrated prematurely last week the one-year anniversary of the start of this show. There's a woman uh, here, too. Um, <laughs> I was waiting. I don't, do she wasn't do celebrating anything. <laughs> I don't think they do that. I think women? I think that's an Women don't thing. celebrate? They don't celebrate yearly anniversaries? Yeah, women don't fuck up dates. <laughs> that's, right. that's what it is. Women that's tend to be is. better at anniversaries, right? I have no idea when my anniversary, any of my anniversaries I don't, Yeah, are. I don't either. But it seems like... Any of them. Oh, How oh. many do you have? Oh my god, I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. man. Brutal. Oh, Sordid marriage history. Well, Ellie, when I said that last week that that was the uh, one-year anniversary and then Joe quickly corrected me, did you know that, that this is really the one-year anniversary today, episode 55? Well, actually, well, I was like... I thought 52 plus 3 was 55, but I mean, you guys seem so sure. And as most women, you know, we just like, when a, when a confident man is in the room, we shut up. Well, that's why we hired you. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. No. We have it recorded. Oh, no. Ellie, you're a good sport. Um, I lost my train of thought. It, it was a zing. Because, yeah, she zinged the shit out of you. She yeah. was like, well, I was just... I mean, I thought a 52 plus 3 is 55, but I'm just a lady. Let's yeah. yeah. go back and forth. What do I know? She's been working on her zingers, though. I'm just a caveman. Just a, a caveman. simple caveman. Yeah. Well, this is it, guys. Raise, raise a glass or hey. something. It's hey. been a year since we started this, and we finished one year. two books in one year. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. That's a that record. Is, that is a record. Is well, a record. it shows you how, how short the books are. And I, I, for one, like that they shortened the books uh, for the Starfinder Adventure Paths. Uh, what about you guys? Do you, I, you... for two, am happy to know that we're done book two and don't have to do anything at the end of this encounter. There's some housekeeping for sure. <laughs> nope. But, you just uh, said it. Book's uh, over. Talman's dead. It's over. Exactly. So we're in the diaspora. You're in the diaspora. <laughs> <laughs> it's now book five. <laughs> um, I, I say the pro is that you move faster through the AP. The con is you only get to like 11th or 12th level. 
Um, uh, also a pro. You think that's a pro? Yeah. That, that yeah. is a pro. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, undeniably it's a pro. Uh, I think, do you, you don't think that they sat down to plan it and were like, hmm. Yeah, it's way cooler if it goes longer. But that's, let's put out a less cool product. Well, I, I, but we, no, they thought about it and they were like, the best way for the system to get its early test well is like, just do it to 11th level and see oh, sure. how it goes over. But I wonder if this is early test plans or plans for the way they're going to do it always. I don't know, because it seems yeah. like some of the higher level stuff, powers, all the leveling stuff comes later on, later, later iterations of the product too, and like secondary publications and everything. It's not always like all right in there, like in the core rule book. Right, right. And so I, much it, of that stuff comes later. And so like, if you read a lot of the, uh, the class powers, a lot of them kick in at like 18th, 19th, and 20th level, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is like, why even put it in the book if we're <laughs> yeah, never why? going to do this? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it sounded like there was, but it was like standalone modules that you can, like you can go in an adventure pack for level 15s or like, I don't know, like, or 12s. Yeah, they're doing these like three book adventure paths that sometimes start at seventh level oh, or cool. start later on. I mean, I don't know. This is all, this is all we, uh, we have and we're going to, we're going to see it through. You're not kidding. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> Zip, Matthew. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, if you're an eleventh level character that finishes the Dead Sons AP, there's no, there's no, you do not have to stop playing. You know what I mean? Like you probably you, should, <laughs> but uh, you can play other things. Like yeah, it, an eleventh level character is not necessarily like your story's done, close up, you can't continue. Dead Sons was just the first part of of sure. your story, and I know all of the or most of the Pathfinder adventure paths. When you get to book six, there's a whole chapter after each one. It's like what do you want? What to do if they want to continue yeah. uh, the story? Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure uh, they go into detail for book six of uh, Dead Sons. We won't be doing that though. Um, <laughs> Book six. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> I just, I just like. We won't be doing that. <laughs> I like with the slimmer books that you can really explore a theme really tightly. Mm-hmm. And there are some longer, kind of standard-sized, older Pathfinder adventures where there's these huge books, and then sometimes in order to fill space, they delve into horror for one part of the book, or mm-hmm. they delve into this subgenre. And I like the idea of really firmly exploring one thing. Uh, And I think it's smart because with space travel, you could go to 20 different planets and have 10 different experiences. So shortening the scope there, I think, helps focus it in a universe, Mm -hmm. universal scale. Do we have to be honest uh, sorry, do we have to... Yes, can we at be all honest? times. No, but can we Zone be honest? Zone of truth. No, I, meant, I meant, can we be honest, or do we only have to say positive things? No, no, you can be honest. Um, I can see you have something negative you'd like to say about <laughs> the good people at Paizo. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, that's, you're just inferring that. There's no reason to suspect that that's what you're going to do. No, 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 no. I just meant, like, uh, I think I, I spoke about this last week as well. I think it's... Since it's such a big universe, I think for me it's it would be interesting to be a little bit more on the ship and like explore more mm-hmm. planets. Like I, I sort spending of spending a whole book on one planet exactly, especially in the jungle because I mean like that's cool, you know that that also exists. But it, to me, it was a little like all right, we've been on like we've literally been on Castrol for one book. We have this cool ship that we basically haven't been on at all. Just parked. Yeah, exactly. And and for me, like space, space is about. Final frontiers and, and like exploring stuff. So 
I hope that's going to be more of that in the future. But mm-hmm. if it's not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be quiet and not say anything. No, no. This, this, <laughs> this, what you're saying is actually a criticism that I've read from other people about book two. It's like we're, we're playing in space. Why are we uh, doing something that could have easily happened in, in Pathfinder? Um, I, for one, enjoyed it, but I understand the critique. Uh, I can say, having now read book three, that uh, all your fears are about to be uh, allayed because this one is all over the place. And it's, oh. it's a lot of fun. It's written by Amanda Heyman Coons. Oh, um, man. We had uh, on uh, Cannon Fodder at PaizoCon last year. Yep. Uh, she is an amazing writer, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. Um, but I want to really... Uh, what's, it called? what's this book called? Don't worry about it, Matthew. Oh. It's spoiler. You can't know the name can't of the book. I can't tell you. Yeah. I, I it's called a, The Boss's Name Is This. I, I got a bottle cap from deducing, you know, the dead son's... Like, yeah, you know, the adventure because, path. Time. Yeah, because I guess I was smarter than everyone else at this table. But like, <laughs> I just figured it was about dead sons. <laughs> wow! Again, your insight is unparalleled. Exactly. It's really? also a really low bar. I'm just talking about right. this particular group. Can I, could I just go, I just go to Paizo.com and try to purchase this book and I would but know you the title, should right? and then you could read it you could do it you, you, you could do you could all these the whole things, things. <laughs> you could go look on. up stat blocks <laughs> what else four <laughs> years in and Matthew's finally getting it <laughs> finally figured it out <laughs> <laughs> they sell these <laughs> you know there are players the store <laughs> there were I've, I've, we've gotten emails from people who say they have players like GM's caught players like reading the adventure path to me that is like a sin of the highest order. It is. It's yeah. just it's also, no fun it, for anyone. Yeah, it's also like, what are you getting out of it? Right. I don't yeah, understand yeah. what you're possibly getting and out of it. And you're playing dumb the whole time, like, oh, I just want to check that exact square for a trap. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you it. keep thinking that like your your insights into the mystery of whatever you're solving are just like how, how do you keep acting that, that you're just coming up with that? I mean, right. what's what's the reward? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you cheat, at, you know, a class or at school, your your reward or the goal that you're going for is like just to get out of there, just to get through it. You know, that's not, it just other people think you're cool, right? Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's a congratulations you played yourself situation because you're not going to enjoy anything. Yeah. Like what? What the fuck is the point? These are people who owned Game Sharks. Oh, <laughs> Game true. Genies too. Yeah, yeah, Game Genies. Gross. I don't even know. I, I have right, no what idea the, what, what that those? is. Yeah, they were like it was. Well, the Game Shark was a module that you could plug into your PlayStation, and you could enter codes into it, and the code would correspond to a number value, like in the game. And so, you know, the people at, you know, Game Shark would figure out, like, what a code you could dial in to, like, put your hit points up to maximum or get a such, such and such a weapon, like, way early or whatever it was. Like, God oh. mode. Yeah, so you yeah. Could, yeah. It was a God mode for games that didn't necessarily have their own cheat codes. That seems uh, kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did exactly. have one. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. Well, I'll say right now, if you are out there and you're one of these people... I am hereby revoking your membership as a part of Glass Cannon Nation. Wow. It's up. I'm tearing it up. That's severe. We have them all in a pile right here. There it goes. Right in the filing cabinet. Troy, I think we need to have a a meeting about uh, business strategies. (laughs) They're gone. (laughs) You're out of here, Matthew. This isn't for everyone. (laughs) You'll be receiving a full refund for your Patreon money. (laughs) Please. Uh, Let's talk about, let's tie a nice little bow here on book two because it isn't over you are correct joe the battle just ended you hacked into this comm unit um but there might be some more hacking because pg as you uh find out some deeper information there you notice there's also a firewall um that might have something behind it as well that will force you to hack further there's also bodies everywhere that need some searching um and there is the question of 
how the hell do we get back to Kabarat with no environmental protections? Mm. Yeah. So, a lot of sweat. Yeah, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of meaningless, non-lethal damage. Let's remember... <laughs> it was healed immediately with 10 minutes of breath. <laughs> there, there are random bro, encounters. random encounter tables. No joke! Bro. Random dinosaurs! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! You learn... Uh, with with PG's uh, second hack, because uh, Dr. Friss uh, got in to sort of the unsecured part of the system, then PG jumped in to the, uh, the stuff that was a little more hidden, uh, got right through, and you see Talman's transmission. Uh, it really relays a lot of the conclusions that you guys found in the Inner Sanctum. 12-star constellation, gate of the 12 suns, opens to a demiplane that hides an unspeakably powerful super weapon. The drift rock is a part of this weapon, this quote-unquote stellar degenerator, hmm. which broke off, as you guys kind of surmised. Uh, shorn off somehow. Shorn off uh, through drift travel. Um, that probably means it's useless now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's inert, so What's we this? should just all go home. Let's just go home. And that's the end of Dead Zone. <laughs> uh, more importantly, Talman recommended to uh, his other Cult of Devourer, co- Devourer cohorts on the diaspora to apply as many resources as possible to find this Gate of the Twelve Suns, find the Stellar Degenerator, and do it before anyone else does. And you find the approximate coordinates of where this signal was sent to a stretch of several hundred asteroids in the diaspora known as the Field of the Lost. That is what you learn. You also see a firewall there. PG, would you like to try and hack that into that firewall? Yes, I would like to do that. Um, let me let me just go ahead and, yeah, try one. But if I fail, I can actually use some mechanic tricks. Yeah, because there could be uh, some countermeasures there that would... I can- <laughs> I can aid it, too. Um, is this a new die here, Ellie? Yes, it is. It oh. is. Yeah, Grant. Ooh. So I got a, a, a gigantic die, uh-huh. and and I want Grant to do things to it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Those are Let's illegal. The screen. Those are illegal <laughs> in the great state of New York, Ellie. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that how you get your dice to roll? <laughs> <laughs> Man. I knew it. Just let um, your mind wander. Um, I do aid you, by the way. Yeah, I, uh, so Hero Lab has changed around a bunch of things here, so I'm trying to find the... Yeah, it's definitely their fault that you don't know your character. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the good people at Lone Wolf Development's fault. I, Our partners. Man, uh, you are just shitting on everybody today, Ellie. I, it's, it's just... Um, fuck it, I'll just roll. She did. She was flipping Troy off there, by the way. For people <laughs> just rolling at Hattie 15. It's a poor Swede who blames oh. her tools. Not so good. that's going to be a... 22. 22. Plus two for me? Did you have mine? Uh, no, that's 24. Plus... My two. Yeah, 26. 26. Okay. Uh, along with your, uh, your, your buddy's help, you are able to break through the firewall and you find uh, access to Tommen's financial account. Oh! Oh! Yes! And two thousand credits are sitting right. Yeah! Whoa. Get that cash money. Think you can easily go boop, 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 and send withdraw. <laughs> yeah. It was DC twenty three. Had you failed it, obviously you get a free try again. Had you failed that second try, uh, it wipes, and you can't get it. Oh! Wow! Two so, G's. Uh, nice, nice little. Uh, That's four hundred credits each, by the way. Grab. Yep. Well, I done. love that as a way to get. 
treasure now. Yeah. Like in Starfighter as opposed yeah. to, to Pathfinder's like hacking into an ATM. We found a Swiss bank account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Now I'm assuming you want to search the bodets. Yes. Yes. Search the bidets. Search the bidet thoroughly. <laughs> um, let's talk about the cultists. You guys have run across them before, uh, and they have the same stuff. They have these defiant long swords. I don't know if anyone of you wants to keep those, but think about these in terms of selling them when you get back to society, if you get back to society. For, for 10% of For their 10% value. of their uh, street costs. Son uh, of a gun. They both have utility scatter guns, uh, and they're both wearing uh, Lashunta ringwear one. And each of them have cred sticks with 150 credits on it. All right. And some field Ooh. rations, which will uh, help you get back. Um, since ammo is important here, each of the scatter guns have, uh, I'd say, they have about 20 uh, scatter gun shells left each. Okay. Now, as for... How many of them were there? Uh, there were two cultists. Um uh, it's something you'd find out if you listen to the episode. <laughs> wow. Um, just trying to figure out how much money there was for us so I could evenly remember. divide it amongst ourselves. I'm just going to... Ellie started this. I'm going to take you all oh, oh, down. Oh, I, I, what did I start? I just said something, you know, some truth. Well, that was... <laughs> so 300 that credits? That the worst thing you could say. <laughs> the 460 so far. Oh, each. Total. Yeah. Got it. Talman had a survival knife. Oh. The one in his chest. I'll take that's, that back. That's not a survival knife. Yeah, because it killed him. The opposite. Uh-huh. The opposite of survival. Oh, see, if it would be, it's funny because if he survived, <laughs> it's oh, see, man. if you have to explain the joke. The knife in his chest. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Matthew, you're incorrect. It's not funny. <laughs> no, no, see, guys, I think you're just you're just like pretending not to hear me. It really is funny. Grant, can you hit that mic? <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me lean over. Right. Just real quick, hit that hit that mic. He also has five R two E's. Uh, I believe those are ready to eat. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. MREs, um, rations. But those are, I think, those are better than just regular feed field rations. Uh, ready to R T E's. You should re- read them. Uh, they might give you maybe they're garbage, but uh, I feel like there's something that can sustain sure you a little bit longer. Uh, okay, R two E's are self-contained ready to eat pouches con- containing a day's worth of nourishing entrees and side dishes, plus a portable snack or dessert. Each R T E also includes disposable <laughs> <Pudding cup>. utensils, <laughs> a single-use flameless ration heater, and an accessory pack containing breath freshener, a disposable cup, a napkin, seasonings, and drink powder. Uh, no, it's yeah, so it's garbage. Uh, but you know what? If you need food, now you have five of them. Uh, you know what? I bet uh, Dr. Solstani hasn't really gotten much to eat. Oh. oh, I would love to have one of those. <laughs> uh, he also has something called a psychic booster. Oh. Uh, Sounds more interesting. Uh, it is a circlet originally designed by Lashuntas. Fits over the wearer's brow. Wraps around the wearer's antennae. If antennae. If antennae. Antennae. If antennae. It augments the power of your inherent psychic abilities. <gasps> what? June? Or Rizka? Does she have antenna? If you have, you don't need to have antenna. Oh, but I think it, you actually do. Read it again. Uh, <laughs> read it again. <laughs> Troy, to the text. Troy, it's read over it again. the wearer's brow and wraps around the wearer's antennae. If an eye. 
You forgot the most funny part. Oh, yeah. If and uh, if you have telepathy, the range of your telepathy doubles. Oh, it's amazing! Wow. It's actually you guys use telepathy a lot in flavor sense, but I mean that came in handy in that fight when you first saw Solstarni. Um, so yeah, it goes from thirty feet to sixty feet, sixty That's to awesome. one twenty. Uh, very cool. Uh, also tells you a little bit more about him. He also has, and this is straight out of book two of Dead Sons, a book two only weapon. <gasps> it is a liquid disintegrator pistol. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. 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 wow. Oh. It has three batteries. Um, and uh, he didn't use it in the battle, so each battery has 20 charges in it. Oh, wow. Liquid dis- disintegrator Well, if he didn't use it in the pistol. battle, I guess it's not good. Can't he, be very good. He was using spells. I don't think he used it. I don't remember shooting it. Uh, Liquid disintegrator pistol is a level six item. Mm-hmm. Does 1d10 oh damage. God. Uh, it does 1d10 15 foot range Acid damage Yeah, acid damage 15 foot range? You gotta get up close and personal You sure could um, You have to <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> Wow This is awesome But we should sell it and That's get a great it. weapon Oh, sorry We get 400 credits? Oh, no, it's worth 4,500 Yeah, we only get, get 400 10%. If we Oh, sell we, get, it. we get I thought it was 10% off no. <laughs> I like I the wish. way you think, though. That's I a wish. good... This is BS. You know what? You know, I would explain it. Maybe that's what the designers meant, because 10%... And we could write them an awful. email to revise that, except for the fact that Ellie insulted them so desperately yeah. earlier. Thanks, Ellie. Yeah. Oh, I'm leaving it in, too. Uh, <laughs> and now, I don't know anything about armor in this game, because I haven't built a Starfinder character, but I would assume this has to be an upgrade for somebody here at this table. He was wearing a D-Suit 1. Uh, uh, in parentheses, Mark One thermal capacitor. Oh, nice! So it's got a little uh, built-in thing. D yeah, suit so one. D suit one, I guess, with an upgrade slot that has a Mark One thermal capacitor. It's a level on. five item. D suit uh, one would be a huge upgrade for Mason. Everyone at this table? N- no, it's light armor. Uh, so we have a couple great, characters wearing uh, heavy great, armor. Great if you listen back to the episodes, well. Troy, I really appreciate it. Was <laughs> Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be, oh, this pr- guy that'd be was, pretty sweet for Kreska. This guy was tricked out. But, um, oh crap, like actually this ruins all of my plans if we only get 10%. Okay, oh, well, I have a plan. I have a plan. Well, we need to get some money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my, plan, my plan is everybody give me your money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we could do? We could get hardcore into the smuggling game. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No, but that's We're going to the diaspora. Weapon. We've got a ship. Start getting super shady. I really want to... Exactly. I want to find a really shady sh- shop. Like, the Frisk would know people, right? Oh, yeah. I have all those contacts. I really want to find, like, a shady, shady person that can... Like, that has, like, like black market stuff. Yeah. Organs. Yeah. Organs. Yeah, let's definitely Organs. go way off book. <laughs> I'm getting to the, or- uh, the organ trade. Who wants... Uh, disintegrated pistols going to Frisk, yes? Anybody arguing that? I think that's the most useful person to have it because he fires most often. That's true. And I, I use pistols and so does, uh, so does uh, PG. Well, but I, I Oh, PG well. too, PG too. But you, I have a plan I rarely of, use them. I have a plan yeah. of not using pistols anymore. Oh. Um, okay. But I, can, but I can take it and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good weapon. 
That's a really good weapon. It's pretty cool. It says in the book here, uh, these powerful weapons are often referred to by the more scientific term, high-energy proton decouplers, as they produce oh. streams of energized fields <laughs> that corrode and break down matter, much like subatomic acid would. Yeah. However, since their effects appear to turn metal to slag, plastic to vapor, and flesh to goo, oh. they're commonly known as disintegrators. <laughs> well, That's great. And devour cultists like it because it melts people's flesh. Yeah. Because yeah. the devourer will they consume so all. Uh, all, Matthew. I want it. So you're going to roll off against Skid. You're really taking everybody down. Paizo, Hero Lab, <laughs> and poor Skid. And now Dr. Yeah. One nice pistol. really didn't start. You shouldn't have. All right. Ex- roll, roll off. Do it right in Skid's yeah. face. I ha- I have, Spit in his eye while you're at it. I have a way. If I put a thumb on my 19, I always roll a 20. That's called cheating. No, yes. we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to have the pit boss come over there and look. 12. 18. Oh, oh fuck you. God damn it. Fuck what? you. Why are you I can't believe just how everyone... Didn't you say before you rolled off on it, you weren't going to use pistols anymore? Yeah, yeah. you're like, you didn't even want it. Now it's like, it's like no, I want it. She's you're gonna just going to sell it now, aren't you? This is what happens when she drinks I Red Bulls before recording. Obviously use, I will obviously use it now when I have it. You can have one Great. of my... Great. Uh, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Way Chris, to go, Ellie. You can have one of my arc pistols. I don't want it. I don't want your trash pistol. <laughs> you can sit on the... You can have one of my garbage pistols. <laughs> I don't want one of your <laughs> shitty secondhand pistols. <laughs> she flips shoots. Get off. Bent aluminum can. <laughs> uh, who wants a D-suit one? Let's do that roll oh, off. I want it. I want it. I right. want it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Matthew versus I want it too. Grant and All right. Skid. Let's go, guys. Roll a roo. Seven. Six. Ten. Oh. Yes! Uh, like we even needed to do the roll <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> From now on, no more roll offs if Grant's involved. And what was you it? Go, Grant. And that came with a thermal <laughs> capacitor. I uh, did, yes. Mark one thermal. You guys want to roll off to rip the upgrade off? <laughs> what, does, what does the thermal Actually, capacitor do? Why not? You, can, thermal, roll, you uh, can roll off on the armor upgrade. No, you can't roll off. On what does it do? The, uh, of course you can. I don't know what it does, but it's part of the armor. Grant, what does it do? I'm looking it up, dog. Grant. It pr- regulates heat, protecting you from extreme temperatures. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's... Well, we that's, uh, So one of... So it looks like uh, Meishan will get back fine. <laughs> yep. Mark one gives you resistance five. Um, you can exist comfortably in conditions between negative 50 degrees and 170 degrees Fahrenheit without needing to attempt fortitude saves. In addition, it grants you cold and fire resistance five. Cool. For Mark one. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. The rich uh, get richer. Psychic booster? Uh, yeah, uh, Dex definitely going to roll off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, might, I might multi-class. Matthew, I, mean, I could sell it. Matthew, <laughs> you can have it, buddy. Oh. No. Wait, oh, do you so, want to so, roll off? I want to roll it off. That's so condescending. All right, let's yeah. roll it off. Roll it off. I'm Be not being condescending. I'm being Be nice. I'm actually being nice <laughs> to my friends who want things. I kick in like a psychic booster. Uh, that's still nine. Three, 14. Hey! Yay! See? Cap. Congratulations. Captain, you Cap win. Gets the boost. You win the, the, the dumbest the item. Uh, now, listen. <laughs> As you're stripping the these this this gear off of these wonderful, now deceased people... You have to be thinking. They were real class acts, these, these people. Dr. Solstani, uh, you know, still pouring through these books. She's given you her take on this. You've read Talman's communications to his cult somewhere in the diaspora, or his cult buddies somewhere in the diaspora. You have to understand, like, whether or not the stellar degenerator is real. Because Solstani posited 
three other things it could have been. And that's just from basic reading she was doing on these Oasian elves. But whether or not it's real, the fact that the cult of the devourer could use this information as a rallying cry to uh, attract more recruits to the cult, possibly, inflict greater atrocities in the name of their uncaring deity, this is bad business. At minimum, the news that the Castrovellian Devourer cult was in communication with other cult elements elsewhere in the pack worlds is terrible news that perhaps right now only you know. Okay. Hmm. What do you want to do? Do we were we able to track uh, where he was sending the signal to? Where in the diaspora were we able to narrow it down at all? Yes, you were able to get like loose coordinates to somewhere um, uh, the stretch of asteroids known as the Field of the Lost. Right, right. So the broadcasting device that he was using that was that made that big noise. Yeah, to there get were us three parts of it and one part. Can we so. repair that to send a message out in case we don't get back? Because the fate of the universe is more important than the fate of the party. Can we do like an engineering check to try to fix yeah, it? Yeah, there is a... With, with PG, Dr. Friss, and and your knowledge as well, that's something you, you definitely could do. You'd have to all then go up to the mountain and bring down these other two pieces. Oh. So this could take a little while, um, but you certainly could do it. But that could also afford Friss some bed rest. Friss. Well, we don't true. have a bed still, though. Um, Make a bed of books. <laughs> a bed of old, bed of old my books. <laughs> or roses. Um, <laughs> I had so much. It was all the time. <laughs> I think it would have been time. I think we can get the equivalent of bed rest in this temple. Your main issue is that uh, every day you're spending, you're burning what little environmental protection yeah. you have, and you yeah, still but he have can't walk. Back. Right, right. You know, like he can't walk. So you've got two problems: one, Chris <laughs> can't walk; two, you may burn alive out here. But, but on I, the way back to Terhalu, we, I think we're just going to take. We're going to use our environmental protections. We'll just take the non-lethal damage and rebuild the thing, and then let Chris get some rest. Yeah, okay. and maybe we can contact the people through this engi- like through this thing. That's what Grant was saying. Oh yeah, but like yeah, but okay. it's really heavy. And so you're going to have to, you know, it's something I'm sure if you put your minds together while Friss is resting, you know, Solstani and Friss can just be looking over these books, resting while yeah. you guys take the, hell else is that take the day might as well, yeah. to bring this stuff yeah. down. And we can maybe do it in the night, during the night. Well, should we take the other two pieces down or bring this piece up? Because that's where you would broadcast from at the highest point, right? That's just smart. Yeah. <laughs> that's just smart. That's okay. Just smart. Instead of, and then it would be really heavy to bring those other two. I guess we could push them off, and that would save us some time. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's say you set up a bed for Friss. Uh, you get him comfortable. Uh, someone want to stay with Friss while the others of you go up and try and do this? No? I feel like he can stay with Solstani. Also, okay. he's a fucking murder machine. He, he's got a gun. He can take care of himself. I will watch over you and wipe your brow if it's sweaty. So please don't touch me. Oh. You can borrow my laser pistol uh, when I'm gone. No, I already said I don't want you. <laughs> Shitty second hand. <laughs> garbage pistol. And if you borrow my level one laser pistol. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just, just spit in his face and walk out. <laughs> yep. Uh, Alright. Up. Up, up the up, mountain up, we go. Up. And you're just harrying this, this ditch. This thing is heavy. Yeah. So you realize those two cultists, if they were bringing this by themselves, they were pretty beefy. I'm going to have taken a 10-minute rest while we're setting up Friss's bed, by the way. I'm so spending a result point. I just want to announce it. Sure, sure. Cool. Um, all right. We actually have, we also haven't processed the fact that Mei Shun um, tried to kill us. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Might yeah, be something yeah. you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I meant to do that. It's a long walk. It's a good way to Forgot talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so as you're walking, <laughs> we don't have to make eye contact. We can we can talk about those difficult subjects like we're yeah in the car. <laughs> Captain Mayshun, PG, and Dax are walking up the mountain. What what is the discussion here, Captain? Mayshun, you're out. <laughs> we tire to the top of the mountain. Maybe I can help, Mike. <laughs> You're out, right, Tom. We're memes to talk to you about something. <laughs> no, uh, I was just going to say um, we should probably talk about what happened back there. Yes, we should. What happened back there? <laughs> <laughs> can we do it later? Smooth. Can we do it in book four? Wh- why not? There's no time like the present, Mishan. Unless you're trying to stall for prep. Do we hear this? Do PG and... Okay. We're all carrying this thing together. Captain, once again, as I... Wait, did I only tell Dax about the protocol? Oh, shit. Oh, this is big. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Dax almost killed you. Yeah. On the spot. Should have. There are... (laughs) (laughs) I regret my decision. (laughs) I have uh, been through a series of programming which uh, enhances my combat capabilities, but also might make me somewhat unreliable on the battlefield. You witnessed this once before as I charged the rotting but still animated corpse of the Lashunta earlier in the jungle. I lost my ability to decide my own actions and Tahoman executed. Another one of these protocols on me. What's to say that won't happen again? Well, the more of these people we kill and leave behind, the less opportunities it will happen. But, as I can only see us pursuing this cult of the devourer even further, those opportunities may arise more and more often. You're telling me... That the further we go on this mission, the more chances you might kill us all. That is, um, a cold but rational assessment, Captain. I have to be concerned with the welfare of the many, not just the one. Speaking of cold and rational. Cold and rational? Cold and rational. Oh, I'm sorry. It's harder to enunciate. When your larynx is shaped like a like a vesk. <laughs> Captain, I can tell you, however, that I do feel as if a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. And I feel a little less constrained than I used to. But oh. yes, I cannot guarantee that someone else involved with these evildoers. Meshan, did you not have a medical procedure that removed their ability to do this to you? Yes, but the extent of what I imagine their bioengineering, its complexity and overwhelming integration into my own biokinetic fields might be beyond even the capabilities of a doctor as accomplished, skilled, and talented as Dr. Friss. Something may have been left Thank behind. You. <laughs> <laughs> that still, Thank you. Still, it may be worth the effort. Even... Trying at best, we could cure you of this ailment, their ability to trigger you against us. At worst, you would become a vegetable and not harm anyone. 
Well, I must say it's impressive what they did. I mean, back 100 years ago, this was barely possible. So, I mean, they did a pretty good job. If we want to say something positive about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> PG's pretty dark. <laughs> yes. Perhaps we should investigate. Putting the psychic dampeners back in until we know the extent of their control over you. That is a form of bondage I will not stand for, Captain, and if you mention it again, I will simply leave the crew and find my father myself, but then we will be on a parallel journey to destruction. Fair enough. Captain, I agree. I do not think the psychic dampeners is the way to go, though I do think we should explore the options of what words trigger what actions and perhaps there are triggers that stop you from doing certain actions if we could unlock those and know those ourselves captain we could stop her even if she's triggered by the enemy yes safety words i get feel confident that you'd be able to locate those trigger words i feel confident with the right approach to probing into this information perhaps with more hacking and information We can figure out the solution, but I will tell you what I told Dax, and I apologize for not telling the captain of the Sarissa and the rest of my crew at the time. I asked Dax to shoot me down in battle if I became uncontrollable and were to harm any of you. And yet how could he do that? How could he shoot his friend at a moment of great need? I I did find it extraordinarily difficult. But it's quite simple. You just pull the trigger. Well, I think we know where PG stands. No, 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 no. I prefer you to stand with her. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be emotionally difficult, but I'm just saying that... And she picks up her spoon. Just, the job needs to get done. She raised the cold and rational approach would dictate that Dax put a bullet through your brain right now. That's a bit more cold and rational. I currently have all control of my faculties, Captain. Currently? Currently. I'm not concerned about currently. Yes. And as you saw in that battle, I was able to resist control of this protocol within mere seconds. Some would say six to thirty. That is that is why my hand was stayed, Captain. She appeared to shake it off rather quickly. I believe in Dax's capability and PG's capability. And the doctor's capability. He's seen inside my brain himself. Where do you stand? You seem to be more sentimental than you give yourself credit for, Captain K. I'm not saying that's a pejorative, but perhaps why you're so well-fitted to be our captain. I'm going to adopt a wait-and-see approach on this, provided you agree to a full psychiatric and medical examination by the doctor. Absolutely, Captain. And a psychic probe by me. Ooh. Oh, and she kind of stops at that. PG's just looking between the two of them like... <gasps> That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Captain, be careful when you stare into the abyss. I've stood at the edge of the void before. You've Don't not mistake st- me. It's where I'm most comfortable. <laughs> You've not stood at the edge of my void, Captain. It may be all-consuming to you. It certainly almost grabbed me back there. Devouring me whole. I look forward to it. As do I. So we have a deal. She puts her hand out and shakes on it. And with that, you're at the top of the mountain. A deal has been made. Dax is 
sweating bullets as he did all the carrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were remarkable. <laughs> 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 Here's an android hernia. A circuit has popped out. CG <laughs> is super intrigued by this because she's like, you can you can fix your head, and so she's gonna be uh, she's gonna be like. Hey, Captain K, can you can you do psychic stuff to everyone? Is that like a thing you a service you provide? I have a connection, a connection to the void itself. Cool, cool. No, we'll talk later. Uh, we'll fix this first. I will say the doctor, however, is specifically trained in psychiatry. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's talk, talk, talk. You know, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> He's very, I hear he's very good. No, 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 he no. Takes, he takes my insurance. Oh, all right, all right, all right. That's fine. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about he it. He set up a payment plan and everything. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, you guys reach the top. You uh, are able to attach the disc to the other two pieces. Um, you know, this takes a while. Um, but you get it together, and then you just need to... What is your goal here? You want to hack into it and contact someone? Yeah, well, I was thinking we could contact the people. But like maybe this is what you already said. Sorry, uh-huh. but but we can contact the people at the at the first station, like the ones that are closest, and because they could fly into the jungle and drop us off. But we not failed. allowed. <laughs> I, I was thinking. More. How do you know that, Troy? I'm not allowed. I already told you. There's rules against are, flying over Ukulon. I I said we do have a starship and we could just fly to the temple and we, we, that was. No, no, Could no, we hack no. into our own starship and pilot it <laughs> yeah. remotely? Tell Howie to send, send, the come get up. shot down. No, 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 no. Send Bishop I, I, through the, the service to conduit. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, but it was, what talking. I was saying, like, we could, they could send another team with... Uh, ref, ref, with lemonade refills. refreshments? Yeah. I mean, you, you wouldn't do that because they would have just done that to begin with. They would have sent you with a whole uh, hmm. a whole bunch of people. Really, what we want to do is contact I, the star. We, we want to start contact Chizkiz, report on these devour yeah. cultists, and yeah. look, keep an eye out in the diaspora and the, with the coordinates of the temple itself right, for future the, research. Right, the coordinates of the temple and uh, this news about the devour cult. Keep an eye out; they're communicating with each other, and we're on our way. And we, but we want to we want to send we want to send back Sultani though right? we don't want to bring her through the radar yeah <laughs> no, but we'll be, fax her. before we go to the diaspora like Catapult. I don't I mean you should probably we can drop her off at a way station yeah. Yeah. Well, we she, have, she to, works go at back to, back to we have to go back to Cabaret you're going back to Cabaret exactly um, um, I would imagine Kreska has been keeping a log the whole way. Anyway, so maybe it's just a question of up, uploading uploading the captain's logs. All right, so roll a computer's check, um, and anyone can aid her. Mm-hmm. It's up there. I'll pass. I'll pass as well. Why? I don't have it. I don't have, I don't have computers. I oh. got it. I, I, <laughs> I can roll to aid. Uh, I aid. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be a 19. 19? Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough for you to be able to, to get it going and uh, transmit a signal. So, you want to contact Chiskisk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Can you do any advanced encryption methods? I know the 19. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the 19? Well. What are you thinking? Yeah, like I want to send a secure message. Okay, uh, roll another computer's check. Okay. Yes, yes, come on, come on, come on, come on. Thumb on the 19, thumb on the 19. <laughs> I'll roll to aid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is 14, is it 15 to aid in this one or 10? 10. 10. 10, I aid. Uh, 23. 23? Uh, you feel pretty good. I mean, a good hacker could get through that. 
but they have to be listening right now and yeah. waiting for it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or tapping the Starfinders. And this app, as far as we know, everybody that yeah, or tapping. They have to be on the same <laughs> Wi-Fi. All right, all right, let's go. For it. Um, all right, so you're able to get through uh, to Chiskisk, and um, after a moment, Chiskisk comes up on a, a screen on the computer. Um, Sheeran sitting there, antennae twitching, <laughs> and because you aren't in the same uh, space now. Um, they need to speak to you. They can't just uh, right, right. Uh, telepathically. Um, Hello, Starfinders. The image is like going and going out. Yeah. It's like the Starcraft in between scenes, you know, where you get yeah. your briefings. Yeah. Yeah. Something very important to tell you. You and you'll be saved. <laughs> um, repeat. <laughs> All repeat. after important. Refresh, refresh. Refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> we can't hear. F5, your sa- F5, I think F5. your sound is off. I'm saved. <laughs> put, on, put on headphones. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Click on the cog. And you'll be saved. And check your microphone settings. <laughs> um, what, what news do you have? Are you still in Ukalong? Indeed, we are. We've located the ancient temple of the Twelve. Oh my, this is quite a discovery. We're uploading my logs. Ah, uh, yes. We'll contain all the information. It's as if you've listened to the podcast. You'll get everything. I'm a few weeks behind. <laughs> did you defeat Talman? We did. We have. But he was able to get a signal out to other members they of the They don't ask cult. you that. They don't know who Talman is. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> pretending that Chiskis was still a few weeks behind. Uh, he just ran with it. Uh, um, he could have listened on one and a half speed. <laughs> they, Basically, I gave him a brief summary of, of Tom and the yeah. cult of the devourer and that he has released a signal to his allies somewhere in the diaspora. Mm-hmm. And that is, it is our plan, with your permission, obviously, that once we are able to trek, trek back through the jungle and make our way home to Kabarat, to take the Sarissa and track down the source of this signal. So as you're relaying the story, obviously it's Sharon, they're, they're a little hard to read, but uh, Chiskis has always been particularly enthusiastic um, in, in their calm way, but you sense some anxiety in their voice, um, intimating the same things that you already know. Uh, Chiskis like the cult of the devourer, finding a weapon like this, Stellar Degenerator could have galaxy-shattering implications. They urge you to find the cultist base in the Diaspora so that the Starfinder Society can determine just how much information the cult has and how its members might be planning to act on it. Doomsday possibilities aside, should you find this Gate of the Twelve Suns and the Stellar Degenerator first... Such a major discovery would be an achievement of historical proportions for both the society and you as already well-known individuals for your work on the Acreon and the discovery of the Drift Rock. Given the dangerous nature of tracking down the cult, they promise a payment of at least 2,000 credits to each of you, and possibly more, if the Society can find sponsorship from additional parties concerned about the cult's threat. Please keep them informed of your progress. Permission to speak, Captain? Of course. This entire ordeal that 
A group of us have found ourselves in began over a dispute over the ownership of the Driftrock. Chiss Kiss, by your estimation, who would lay claim to a stellar degenerator if it exists and is found? If this cult finds it, they will lay claim to it, and perhaps to the packed worlds at large. If it fell into other hands, they don't even want to think about that. Hmm. Our plan is to trek back through the jungle. It should take us several days. Expect our, our message when we arrive in Kabarat. For now, as a backup, we'll transmit the coordinates where we've pinpointed the signal in the diaspora in case you have to send out another party. If you don't hear from us in 14 days, send another party to the diaspora. And one to the jungle to rescue us. 14 days, one to the diaspora, one to the jungle. I take it you will not be returning to Absalom Station. We think that given the immediacy and need of the need here, that would not be prudent. This is wise, Captain. Time is of the essence. If this message is out, there's no telling how quickly they will act if they have access to the location of the gate or this super weapon. All right. Good luck, Captain, to you and your crew. And to you as well. Here's a... Cheesecake Scout. Here's a question. Peace. Is this... Remember... (laughs) <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> when you get to the diaspora, just remember. <laughs> End transmission. End transmission. End transmission. I assume it's this way because, you know, this is a, a, a universe in which adventures happen all the time. But is this essentially kind of like the end of Men in Black where, like, they s- save the world from one thing, but it's like just another Tuesday in the end of the day? Like, there's there's always some MacGuffin or some giant thing that could destroy the whole universe like well, is this a uh, is this a routine day for chis kiss um no this is a pretty big deal um something a, a super weapon that could wipe out planets possibly galaxies getting in the hands of a cult that is dedicated to destruction for destruction's sake that that affects that's that's greater than the starfinder society i think of like our experience with pathfinder like Obviously, there is an element within the Pathfinder Society, like, they can be shady as shit, too. And I'm sure that's true with the Starfinder Society. They want to get stuff before other people get it. Um, And maybe sometimes for, uh, if not nefarious, at least self-serving reasons. I'm sure they may have those reasons as well for something like this. But at the end of the day, it's about saving the world. Um, And uh, so getting access to this weapon if it actually exists is is very important but it would also be a big feather in the cap of the society anybody that would get lay hands on this thing would immediately become the top power wielder in in all of known reality right yeah cult aside if a planet outside of the pack worlds that wasn't signed to the pack got this they could just or come even marching if one in. of the packed worlds, they, like they could God, topple right. the pact. Yeah, they could just they could. But it's always the Vescarium. Yeah, sorry. the Vescarium's like you know what? Yeah, the Vescarium. We don't want to be in the pact anymore. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. all right, sorry, war's I'll back go. on. Sorry. No, but I was just gonna say like the, the, <laughs> it's, it's always a it's always a lot worse when someone who doesn't care about whether they live or die gets mass destructive weapons because at least the people you know Vescarian and all the pact worlds at least they care about their own lives. They don't care about killing others, maybe, but. But like at least, but if the devourers get it, then then it's 
That would be the Good worst game. case scenario. It would be a very, game very, very over. bad news. So, um, I think Kreska will ask the PG and Dax and Meishun to help her dismantle the, uh, the unit. Not destroy it, but definitely, like, break it down. Break it down. Okay. <laughs> Thank um, you. Breaking, breaking down the satellite montage follows. Uh, and then you... A couple high fives. Everybody's <laughs> working for the weekend. Jax rolls up his sleeves. Rayshun's wearing leg warmers and a headband. Yeah. They start throwing wrenches at each other. <laughs> Wake me up before you don't go. Jax is just like... Orange mocha frappuccino. <laughs> perfectly amounts. Wake me up. Uh, <laughs> and eventually you go back down. Uh, do you leave the, the pieces up there? I mean, maybe, we, maybe we'll take a couple pieces down to the temple. Too. Right, it's three gigantic pieces. Just this leave will it take like hours. The, maybe we'll take like the power cell or something. Okay, yeah. Um, like the sure. car, let's take like the spark plug. So you're leaving it basically inert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll take the spark plugs and the uh, carburetor and leave those in the temple. Okay. And then you get back down there. Um, what is your general plan? You're just going to take the heat and hope for the best and make so. your way back to Turhalu Point once uh, Friss is back to speed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. If, I mean, I have... How many days would that take? Two to four. We can't remember. I think <laughs> we can't remember where he is on the track. Yeah. Um, a couple days and I have... But ultimately, if you're in the temple, the, the heat is going to... You're going to take that damage and you don't have to... As long as you're safe inside not have there. a wine cellar we could stay in? Yeah. <laughs> they took that with them when they disappeared. Surely the library <laughs> is somewhat climate controlled. Do you Whatever. think? Whatever. Uh, uh, Dex is gonna. Dex has thirty-two hours of environmental protection. Same. I so, have. I have this. We, I matched you. So yeah. Right. So he has thirty-two hours. So we could, you know, each day chip away a little bit, but uh, obviously taking damage every day. But you know, I don't know. He won't take that much. He's a pretty high fortitude save. <laughs> yeah. It's ten days to get back. Remember. Now you right, know. Right. But each where day you heal it in ten minutes. Sure. So I, I think that you know, it would take him. I think six or seven hours based on moderate die rolls to take 20 points of stamina. Mm-hmm. And he still would not be out of stamina. So I think that he could um, uh, easily rest it off. You know, like you're hiking, you're sweating, you're getting, uh, but then you rest, recover, and continue. Okay. Um, you know, a few times. I, I think it's pretty feasible. Yeah. So long story short, uh, it's more than feasible. After a couple of days, Friss is back on his feet. Uh, he got, he's got some color in his fur that he hasn't had. Uh, <laughs> since, since, you are uh, looking well, Doctor. Since the statue. Uh, thank you. Good to see you up again. Yeah, I think Friss is, is a terrible patient, by the way. Like, I think he's an insufferable patient. Like, he keeps trying to get up. And, I need water! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so thirsty! He keeps getting up. He keeps, like, trying to read books and, like, kind of shuffle through. And he people just be forced back into a prone position. Rest, just try to rest. rest. Oh, man. It's like, it's like scratching anyone trying to help him. Yeah, yeah. You should make yeah. PG be his nurse. Yeah. <laughs> be oh, yeah, yeah I would Hell of a bedside manner. Like, yeah. my, my mom is a, is a... Give me that gun! She delivers babies. <laughs> And she, like, sometimes have patients that, like, when women are in labor, labor, they can get aggressive. And so they will, like, throw shit at her and scratch her. And, so, and one time she just took the hand of a patient, like, you do not hit me. And they just, like, completely melted and then had their baby. Oh, you know, wow. Know. And so that's what PG's going to do. It popped right out as she did that? I guess, maybe. <laughs> Squeezed on her fist hard enough that the pressure went down there and poop, pop. Yeah, but it's kind of like, That's it's, how it works. Cool. It's cool. Cool stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, the good news is... 
you make your trek back, and it's safe. Yes. Yeah. You walk past no dinos. those monuments. You walk past the, the statue. You see the obelisk in the distance. You uh, find a way around that collapsed bridge where you fought those Yuruks uh, during the stand. It's probably easier. It's probably quicker going back. Oh, yeah. You know exactly where you're going. We're not exploring a way to get to where we're going. Yeah, I'd say you probably can get there in a week now as opposed to 10 days because there's a lot less wandering. And, you Mm -hmm. know, you figure those the checks that we're rolling for survival is a lot of like, let's go out here. No, that's not the right way. Oh, here's the right way. Um, But you get back to Trujillo Point safely. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. You're back at Turhalu Point. Dr. Kair Al-Nuaf congratulates you yeah. on your achievement. Uh, you go through the gate and boom. <laughs> you get that weird feeling uh. right in your loins. But you're back in Cabaret Port Authority. Stop by Hudson News. <laughs> get the ATM. Read the paper. Oh. It's good. Sporting news. <laughs> the world still The world still exists. Um, I'm assuming you're going to want to head back to the university with Dr. Solstani in tow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk to Dr. Labian's 2112. Yes. Yeah, no, he's, he's busy. <laughs> he's, on, he's on sabbatical. Yeah, he's, he's on, on sabbatical. sabbatical. <laughs> Indefinitely. He's being honored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's at a, he's at a <laughs> conference. Yeah. He's at a conference. <laughs> he's giving a paper. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, What's her name? Uh, Professor Muhali. Uh, I really want to talk to him. <laughs> Damn it. You want to hear his racist, xenophobic oh. <laughs> bullshit? It's just the best. The doctor is giving a giant a lecture right now. Uh, if you'd like to sit in. <laughs> like to, if you'd like to stay for the riot afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your weapon. It's a little edgy. Um, no, D- Professor Muhali is like, uh, you know, thank you for returning the doctor. This is uh, Lisa Bonet, by the way. Thank you ret- ah. for returning the doctor in one piece. Um, as a token of our thanks, of our, our great appreciation for what you have done, uh, I'd like to offer any of you who may be interested uh, in, in, in taking us up on this offer admittance uh, to the uh, Kavarat University of Xenoarchaeology and Xenoanthropology free tuition for up to three years um, in thanks for your service. Would, would any of you uh, be interested in matriculating? No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dax Possibly. <laughs> But right now we gotta do a thing. Yeah, right. yeah. Dex is like, I would love to take you up on your offer. Unfortunately, I can't at the moment. Can I, at a later date, accept? Yes, yes. Or, or in lieu of a scholarship, I could offer you a research grant oh. <laughs> uh, of, oh. uh, say, a thousand credits from the university, oh. as I'm sure your oh. discoveries on Ukalam will push you forward to new and exciting discoveries. Yes, to come. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Now, I must mention, and I'm, I'm not assuming you would do this, but in the past, some uh, have abused this grant to buy personal items for themselves, even drugs. No, we would never. I trust. What that do you take us for, Professor? No, I just. I have to. It's. It's. It's right here in the charter. I have to mention this. I trust that you would use it to support actual research. We will sign whatever you want us to sign. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All of you sign here. Uh, it just says that you'll support research it's and. Chris also a contract lawyer. Does he have? Does he have a degree in? Torts? I think I do actually because I think I. We went you over said this. something about this. Yeah. Uh, he has forgery. Is one like of a forgery. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's an expert in torts. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's Seymour Butts? I'm not a lawyer, but I play one on this show. No, I I do. I think. <laughs> We'll, 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 it's 
We'll figure okay. it out. Keep going. We'll keep going. There. Oh, sorry. Uh, we <laughs> had this exact conversation yeah. on this show. About him being a lawyer? Yeah, in like episode three or something. Yeah. I remember it. it was like we were looking up forgery under computers. Uh, I swear. Oh, that was did. a different thing. But yeah, no, but we, we I, did. But I think that the lawyer thing came up. But yeah, uh, she's basically saying when you sign here, you're going to use it for actual research and not in any way to sully the name of the university. Uh, so you each get a thousand credits. Uh, oh, nice. But now you Beautiful. cannot uh, take them up on the offer to be there uh, free tuition for three years. Does an honorary, do we get an honorary degree? With this research grant. Yes, I really think that we have earned honorary degrees. At least I have. If you, uh, <laughs> perhaps if your work is published, um, it could be uh, it could be something we could discuss. You have, uh, you've really helped the university greatly. Dr. Uh, Sostani here is the foremost expert on these things. And now, uh, obviously, it would have been nice if she could have visited Ukalam under different circumstances. But now that she's back in one piece, things that she's, she's seen, the knowledge that she has, this will support the university for years and years to come perhaps we can do another venture on our own out there to find out even more um but the short answer no no (laughs) (laughs) get an honorary anything well fris is excited by the idea of getting published (laughs) so he says mental notes start working on this paper how much is the tuition the tuition uh would have been Three hundred thousand credits. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I find? Can I find an undergrad and give them mine, and then charge the undergrad a thousand credits a month <laughs> instead? Just, yeah. Is there can a I way parlay to parlay this into more money? Is there a way to call fraud? Well, no, that's, <laughs> is there a way to sell a scholarship on the black market? Yeah. <laughs> Mayshun is now played by Lori Laughlin. <laughs> oh. It's a full house we got here. Wow. It's a full house. <laughs> uh, I'm like the reverse Lori Laughlin. Yes. You're the reverse. I'm, I'm helping someone who's qualified get their tuition cheaper, <laughs> but I'm benefiting from it. He's like, still dirty. He's like the Robin Hoods of Robin Hood of Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that thing. Yeah. Uh all right, so your business in Kabarat is done, although do you want to do any sort of shopping, upgrades to your ship, or anything before you just head out to the fucking diaspora? I think we'd better. Yep. What do you guys wanna what do you guys wanna shop for? Can PG do like a little knowledge check of like a shadier um, shadier shop of the town? Like something. Sure, roll a culture check. Um I don't have that. Uh, hey, Fris, can you... Uh, you w- have that. W- w- you don't have that? No, oh, no, of course, because you're... Uh, also, I've been dead for a few years. A cat out of time. Yeah. Uh, that is a 34. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fris, Fris asks around um, and uh, finds uh, a little shop in a shadier part of town um, that's uh, been known to offer certain services from time to time. Yeah, so PJ's going to walk in there and be like, chill have a pretty cool behavior about her. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to put all of her pistols, except the disin- dis- disintegrator. It's fucking <laughs> Disintegrator pistol? Disintegrator. Uh-huh. Uh, she's going to put them all on the table and then pull up the uh, Glipglorp episode and be like, these have been owned by me and I'm one of the Drift Rock Five. They are worth so much, so much. And I want to exchange it. I will, I'm willing to exchange this. I'm willing to give you 1,800 credits and these three weapons that you will be able to resell for a lot of money. Trust me on that. And then I want 
in return, and I can't believe I'm saying this. This is such a steal for me, but I'm willing to accept this this shameless offer if you're giving it to me. Uh, I want a mnemonic editor, which will change my feet in my head. And... Uh, <laughs> Changes my feet <laughs> in my head. <laughs> what mark are you interested in? Uh, the one. That's only 500 credits. Yes, but I, I'm not done yet. Calm down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I want the plasma bolter advanced. That's worth 3,010 credits. <laughs> <laughs> what is a plasma bolter advanced? <laughs> it's a two-handed long arms plasma weapon. It's 2D8 electricity and fire, 60 feet. <laughs> and it's... Uh, pretty cool. Good thing you'll have that disintegrator pistol as a yeah, backup. I might, I might give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if this works, then I might give it So you're offering him, uh, for something that would cost 3,510 credits, you're offering a little over 1,900 credits? <laughs> basically? I mean, yeah, sure. If Troy, you're like, not calculating the sentimental value <laughs> exactly. of these weapons. You're not, sen- yeah, exactly. I don't watch TV. What's a Drift Rock 5? Really? Really? No, there's no way she... Anyone in here in the store, and she looks around, and she notices that she's alone. There's no one else in there. <laughs> Wait a second. PG, were you on the episode of Good Morning? I was. They dragged me in there. Oh, right. How dare you, Grant? Dare sorry. You. I'm so sorry. I'm we so watched sorry. it before you came in. All right, so, so PG's going to go outside and then drag some random person into the store and be like... Tell them. Tell them that I'm one of the Drift Rock Five. You holding a gun to his head? Yeah, it looks like you're holding, it looks a, like gun. You're holding a gun to his head. <laughs> you tell them that I'm Drift Rock Five or I'll murder this That's stranger amazing. in your store. I'll, I'll blow her brains all over your walls. Sell me that $3,000 gun or I'll blow this guy's brains She's out. one of the Sift Cock Three. <laughs> I gotta go. Please don't kill me. My mom's waiting for me outside. <laughs> yes. See, see, the kid knows. And That's he's gonna amazing. grow up and he's gonna buy these weapons one day. Trust me, this is a good deal. Yeah, I, I, love, I love the Sift Lock 4. I can <laughs> buy all their albums. <laughs> you can afford the pneumatic editor. That's it. I what? can't give you that other gun. All right, all right, all right. How about a, 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 a microfusion rifle? It's 2,000 credits. 2,000 credits, 25? Yeah. Three. You're going to have to offer me more. You so you want the editor. That's 25 total. You're offering me less than 2,000. Yeah, no, I'm offering you like ish, ish, I would say. I'm offering you ish, 2,500. If you count the value of my my interrog- my uh, diplomacy skills. How about this? Yeah. I'll give you the plasma gun and the editor for what you got here in your hand. I want your left paw. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Cut yeah. it off. Yes. And I'll give you the gun. The two-handed gun. <laughs> she has a tail. <laughs> and the pneumatic editor. But you got to cut off your hand and give it to me. And get a lot of money for a monkey paw. <sighs> I mean, clearly he hasn't read the ancient tale. <laughs> yeah. The age-old tale. The cautionary tale. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Should I do it? No! I mean, she has a tail. <laughs> she has a tail. He's subtly, very subtly trying to discourage you from doing this. I'm yeah. sorry, so you're saying that you're going to hold the handle and the trigger of the long arm. 
and your tail is going to stick out in front and steady the weapon. And let me, and the, and then let me, let me add this perspective. You're basically saying that one of your hands, of which you only have two, is worth about 400 credits. Why don't you just, just, don't you just save prudently for like a, a little while a little instead bit. of cutting I off mean, one of your own hands? Right. like two, maybe three encounters. All right. And you could have your hands this, and the gun. This, totally, this reminds me. This reminds me of when I really wanted a Sega Saturn and I had twenty dollars and I was like, "Please, Dad!" And he went, "You can mow the lawn for ten weeks." And then we'll talk. And then so you may, cut off your then hands? He, yeah, I cut off my hands. <laughs> you know what, Dad? Put your knife. All right. Uh, are you back? sure? Fine. No, no, no. Fine. I will buy a stupid laser rifle and the mnemonic editor. That's 900 credits. Yeah, nice. And I have I have plenty of credits left then. And, uh, then, and then I'm going to spit on the floor of the store and leave. Pleasure doing business with you. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Troy's getting that look. Now he's going to kill me. <laughs> he's looking something up on his computer. <laughs> uh, all right, so you have your mnemonic editor. Yeah. It takes 24 hours, and you can change your class. You can change Ooh, anything really? you want, up to two levels of stuff. Mm. Tired of being a mechanic? Nope. That's what it does? Yeah, you can change everything. It's like a respec. Oh really? Uh, like, but once it's used for five hundred credits, gone. That's it. Can I for five hundred credits, you can respec. Yeah, for a Mark One. So let's see what the difference between Mark One, Two, and Three are. Um, if you use a mnemonic editor, you can undo two characters' level worth of decisions about which class levels you took, which feats you selected, how you applied any level-based increases to ability scores, how you assigned skill ranks, and so on. All decisions you made as a result of advancing over the previous two character levels you gained are undone. You then make new selections uh, and That's advance so your cool. character again. Uh, I can't figure out what the difference is. A Mark One cannot be used on you if you have already benefited on one in the past. Uh, so a Mark Two allows you to... Oh, that's basically what it is. If you've already used a pneumatic editor, you can't just use a Mark One again. And the second time through, you have to pay for the more expensive one, and so forth. Um, but it so, still just does two levels? Yeah, two levels worth of stuff. Uh, up to GM's discretion. Anyways, I'll let you handle that uh, mm-hmm. while you rest. Oh, yeah. What else did you guys buy? Anything? What, I got the thing that Joe rolled off for and beat us all on. The ability crystal? The ability crystal. I got a Mark One ability crystal. Mark One ability crystal. Nice. Haven't decided how I'm going to use it yet. Okay. Might, I might get a second. I could go wisdom, or I could give myself a little charisma to help with all my captaining. Oh, that would that would help um, when you're at the helm. Joe, did you buy anything? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good. I bought a <laughs> synaptic accelerator. What does that do? It does the same exact thing as the ability crystal. Boost the decks? Boost the decks again. Wow. Uh, is it cheaper? No, it's exactly the same price. It's the same thing. It's, you can only use an ability crystal once. Mark one, once. And the synaptic. Yeah. And, oh, so it's and, like a mnemonic can, editor. And you can use the synaptic <laughs> accelerator once, ever. Uh, mark one. Wow. So what's your decks at? Uh, my decks would be at 21. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Not bad for a fourth level character. Yeah, but I'm just thinking like, you know... Flying and shooting. I mean, th- those are my things, mm-hmm. and mainly just shooting. Yeah. So you need know. all the help you can get. I don't know. 
I think it's I think it's a good idea. I like it. I like it. Uh, Doctor Friss. Uh, Friss, I was going to get an ability crystal, but I think he would be more into the synaptic accelerator. He's going to get one of those for intelligence. Oh, uh, baby! So, um, and then I love I, that just boom, this hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> and uh, then I, I want to get there's there's a bunch of like um, kind of scanner like tricorder type things. There's a few of those mm-hmm. uh, that are pretty relatively cheap. That I want to buy too, but I got I got to look through them and see which ones I want to mm-hmm. get. Um, and then. Yeah, no, no weapons or armor or anything. Just gonna load up on those. Um, Meishan. Uh, that synaptic accelerator. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. Uh, Meishan really wasn't gonna buy much because she got a, a nice armor upgrade. She's excited about that. Uh, she'd love a better weapon, but the better weapons cost a lot. Yeah. And you save uh, up. Yeah, I'll save up. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend this here because I think the ability points really big, especially since. A lot of my character revolves around abilities that originate from me rather than an item. Yeah. So it makes sense for me to pick up one, and I'll decide what to put it in at a later date. Well, okay, all right. So, yeah, once you psh, crush it, uh, what did we say? It takes an hour to do, to, like, meditate with it, and then it uh, gives you the juice. It's, like, uh, limitless. And I actually I actually can't do that. I can't boost. I can't do it. Why? Uh I thought that you couldn't use an ability crystal Mark One twice, but you can't do any other Mark One. It's a again. personal upgrade Mark One. So whether it's ability crystal, synaptic ah. accelerator, or synergizing symbiote doesn't matter. If it's Mark One, you can't use another one again. But you can use Mark Two down the line. But I can't afford that now. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I'm just going to hold on to that money. That makes for more the sense. You not you having 21 decks this early seems a little high. Yes, it does. Um, I wonder if you can. It does with that. What was what was the thing you bought, PG? The uh, Mnemonic editor, or does that count as a personal upgrade? No, that's its own thing. Yes, hmm. there's only three personal upgrades: ability crystal, synaptic accelerator, and synergizing symbiote. What does that thing do? Same exact thing. They just give you. Pl- they all give you plus two to an ability score. It's in different ways. Huh. One's magic, one's tech, one's hybrid. Huh? Oh, maybe I should get the hybrid one just to match my. Dude, flavor. the hybrid one is a. A biovat grown tadpole like creature. That's a little creepy. That That's goes cool. into your brain. <laughs> That's and hat. instinctively maximizes the efficiency of the host's biological systems. That oh, is wow. weird. It's like awesome. a babblefish. Yeah. From, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> There's a picture That's of exactly it in, what in it the is. core rule book. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, can I read about that? There's already been enough people in my brain. Oh, yeah. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing that. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's it's a it's a broad spectrum scanning kit. That's what I'm buying for 200. Credits. Broad spectrum scanning. Yeah, kit. basically, it's it is like a tricorder, and it gives you a plus four bonus to perception when searching an area. That'll come in handy. I don't know if you guys missed anything. Yeah, it might have been a little treasure, but I think you pretty much hit everything. Um, I'm gonna look, and you know what? I'll just have to do it in retrospect. But I'm gonna look to see if there is an item that can help me with encumbrance. Hmm. I don't know if there's something that can help me to not have so much bulk. Low gravity. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll say I don't know if there's like a. a I'm sure to a bag of holding sort of thing. I'm sure there's some sort of thing that like boosts your character. I know there's a backpack that helps, but I already have that. I, I don't know. I, there might be a more a powerful one. Because your weapon is how much bulk? Uh, three. Just the, oh, just the yeah. weapon is three, and then I have heavy armor and so. Um, PG is going to walk over to uh, Friss and say. Uh, thinking about it for a hot second, and also I'm super overburdened. Do you want the dis- disintegrate? 
the the pistol that I can't oh, say. Oh no, I couldn't possibly. No, no, <laughs> that right. you earned that fair and All square. Right, I'll, I'll throw it out then, and then she walks over and is about to drop it into the Hudson River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Cabaret Hudson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I snatch it away from you. Okay, good. <laughs> psychology, psychiatry. Oh, sorry, reverse psychiatry. Oh, God damn it! I can't speak today. It's gonna break your dice tray. <laughs> um. All right. So, having done your shopping. Are you ready to head to the diaspora? Yes. Well, I am ready to go back to the ship at least. Yeah, and you get we'll back and your ship is gone. Oh, oh no. I would stop playing. <laughs> it's the Sarissa uh, is gone. Uh, no, there she is. I literally, sorry, I literally opened the equipment thing. First thing my eyes landed on. First thing, load lifter. This set of artificial muscles increases the amount of bulk you can carry while wearing your armor by three. Oh, how much oh, is nice. it? Uh, I don't know. I just saw the summary. I didn't see like the page where the price is. Three thousand. It's, it's, it's an armor upgrade. You lift, bro, or using uh, the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I lift loads. It's t- uh, twenty five hundred. Mm. It's, it's, le- even it's like level five. Borrow a shekel from somebody for that. That's oh, a man. Lot. Well, I'll just cut off my hand and grab one. <laughs> and we'll head out. <laughs> you know, if you cut off your robot penis, <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, sitting right there in the oh, port. There she is. Looks great. I mean, you've had a long journey all the way through the jungle to there, and then you've been hang. You hung out. Uh, at the Temple of the Twelve, getting Friss back up to speed, you walk back through past all the monuments and everything. You go through, t- you go to Trujillo Point. You go back through the Ayodara. You're in Cabaret Port Authority. You go to the Cabaret University of Xeno Archaeology and Xenobiology. You deal with all that. You spend some shopping. I'm sure you spend a night at a hotel, and you finally go to your ship. <laughs> and there she is. Yeah, bored, Captain. What do you say? Howie, systems report. All systems are good, Captain. Anything happen while we're gone? No. (laughs) I saw a bird fly by once, and I thought, hmm, it must be nice to be able to fly anywhere you want. (laughs) Oh, Howie. So where are we going, Captain? I'm sorry, I actually, I purchased a passive-aggressive mod to the AI. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing it. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll disinstall it. It's a Mark 1 passive-aggressive mod. Mark 1 passive-aggressive mod. Please, Captain, anywhere you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Laying a course for the diaspora. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, you type in the coordinates uh, and fortunately for you there is a reliable drift beacon floating just outside the region of this asteroid belt known as the field of the lost um, but without an exact location of where you're heading you're basically going to just have to search this asteroid belt for clues it's a needle in a haystack but I just want you to know we're all counting on you <laughs> Dax Take us out. Yes, Captain. He starts putting on all of his controls, firing up the thrusters. Starts uh, slowly lifting it off. Friss is so happy right now. Yeah, so is Dax. He's been sick sick for so long to finally get back into Starship. PG freaking hated that jungle. I mean, it was the worst experience of her life so far, and she's had a rough life. Yeah. And so, I mean, she is finally home. I think I'm ready to take a shower. 
Yeah, ready to take a shower. This, is, this really yeah. is home for PG. She's lived here for, for over 100 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like, she does. this is what she understands. She understands machines, and she mm-hmm. looks at decks. Yep. Do you walk? <laughs> you walk he in, stares back at you completely emotionally. <laughs> and she's like, that's right. That's right. Do you yeah, walk into the, the chamber where the uh, hyperbolic uh, chamber is and just put your hand on the glass? The hyperbolic chamber. Hyper- it's the, not it's the most amazing chamber <laughs> in the history. You've of never the seen a chamber. This like chamber this. is huge. <laughs> this, it's this the best chamber. chamber. I don't want to say this chamber is great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's only the greatest thing ever to exist. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you put your hands on the glass and like look lovingly at your hundred year coffin? Yes. Hundred years? Try six million six, years. So many years? <laughs> most years. I can't even the count. most years of any years ever. <laughs> Howie comes on. Uh, Captain, are you prepared to enter the drift? Dax, are you ready? It appears all systems are ready for drift travel, Captain. Engineering report. Yes, go ahead. I was... I was distracted by by my coffin. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a crew you got, Reps. Captain. <laughs> I will spool down our conventional thrusters, Captain, if you are ready to enter the drift. Reps, are we good? Ready, Captain. Please remember, my father may be out there. Noted. Doctor. I don't think we actually need to enter the drift for traveling within the system. Good thing we asked. <laughs> Uh, in order to get there uh, exactly to this drift beacon, it would be easier for you to go beacon okay. to beacon. Okay. Um, and so... You enter the drift! <laughs> and we'll see you next week. No! Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.